If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. If Kev Lewin's decent, it's a sandbox. What's going on since the Sandbox fans? We're back after Wildcard Weekend. Got Lou with me. Got Kev with me. We got some special episodes today. First, we're taking care of our NFL playoffs, the divisional round that's coming up next weekend. But something really cool that we've never done before is we're actually hosting our first ever fantasy award show. So make sure you guys check that out. That's going to be really cool. Before we jump in with the divisional round, we have to give you guys the parlay of the week. And I know my parlay last week was short. I wasn't expecting the Steelers to necessarily go behind the Chiefs that bad. Everything else hit though, so almost got you guys 500 bucks. But I'm trying to get you another 500 bucks this week. So I'm going to give you three picks for next week that are going to get you over 500. Starting off, we have the over in the Kansas City and Buffalo game. Over 55 points kept. Buffalo will probably score that by themselves. Oh, probably. Of <laughs> so I definitely want to put the over in there. I do think Green Bay will beat San Fran. Lou, we always know that San Fran gives Green Bay a problem. But I do think this Green Bay team is a little bit different. If this game was in San Francisco, it might make me a little more hesitant to take Green Bay. I like that minus 5.5. And, and then also... Guys, the Titans, who I probably think are the most underdog team in this entire playoffs, the most underdog team to ever take a one seed, I would say. We have some some compliments for Vrabel later on in the NFL Honors prediction episode, but I have the Titans minus three here. This is for winning over 500 bucks, risking 100, guys. That's the parlay of the week. Now we're going to get into the NFL playoffs divisional round. Starting off the weekend, Saturday at 4.30, we have the Bengals at Titans. We know that spread is 3.5 minus for the Titans. Lou, what do you think of that game? Do you think the Bengals can still stay electric, or do you think the Titans' defense will kind of carry the load in this one? I mean, honestly, the the Bengals are really hot right now, but I like the Titans as a whole. I mean, the Bengals' defense still really isn't good. And if the Titans can run the football and keep Joe Burrow on the sidelines, I really think that's the formula to do it. I like the Titans as well, Steve. They're just straight underdog, but I think they're a good team. They're well coached, and this is their last chance, realistically. Like, we said it last year and the year before that, but, like, when is Tannehill really going to age and they need to look for a real option at QB? And, Kev, we were obviously talking this morning, and Lou, I want to add this to your point. I mean, the Titans could be getting back a healthy Derrick Henry to to all of this. I mean, taking, what, six, seven weeks off and and then being able to, to come in fresh legs. I mean, we know how good that offensive line is, and we know that's how the Titans win games. I mean, is this kind of the worst matchup for the Bengals to get in this round? Not necessarily. I think a team like the Pats would be worse. I think a team like the Pats or um, or even Buffalo, because I feel like the Bengals are an offensive-heavy team, and they struggled to put up points for most of the game against the Raiders. I mean, I know they ended up putting, what, 23 points up, 23, but yeah. still, they're a team that you know we're used to seeing put up 30-plus points, and if they can't do that against the Titans, and the Titans are getting Derrick Henry back, then they might find themselves in trouble because Derrick Henry's going to be hungry. The Titans are going to be hungry. Like you said, this is one of the best chances they have probably to actually make a run at a Super Bowl. So they're going to be ready. Tannehill's going to be ready. That offense is going to be ready. So if if the Bengals get stagnant on offense again and, and Henry really is fully healthy and he comes to play, then it's going to be a tough game. I still think the Bengals are going to win. 
Ooh. But that's granted they have a vintage Bengals game where, you know, Joe Burrow's thrown for 300-plus yards and, you know, three, four touchdowns from scrimmage. So, Yeah, no, we'll definitely see. It's going to be interesting. I think Vrabel's in contention for Coach of the Year, as I said a, a little bit earlier, and uh, I think it's really interesting to see how far this team can actually go. I think the Titans can give, you know, a lot of teams problems, especially because there's not too many believing in them. Yep, moving into that game on, on Saturday, Lou, we got 49ers at Green Bay. We know that's a five-and-a-half-point spread. I uh, just wanted to hear your thoughts on this because we know uh, your opinion of the 49ers-Green Bay matchup that always happens so often. What do you think will happen in this game? Honestly, this is the first time I think I'll take Green Bay just because I I don't think the team believes in Garoppolo anymore. Like, I, I don't know if anyone watched the game here. Yeah, I hope we all did. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, like, that false start at the end that gave – the Cowboys the ball back like that's all on him like uh-huh. like they had the time that like he did not have yeah he he rushed that for no reason he really did he, like you're gonna get it he's 25 for 25 on QB sneaks in his career he's never missed one like you know you're gonna get it that he blew that and if Mike McCarthy didn't have like the worst play call on the planet <laughs> the Cowboys could have been in that yeah but I, I like Green Bay I just think their defense is too good I think their offense is going to be a handful for San Francisco, especially if Bosa is still hurt with the concussion that Absolutely. he got. That looked rough. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> but usually I take San Fran, and I'm not completely counting them out. It'll be it'll be a close-ish game, but I think Rodgers gets it done because Jimmy G, I don't think they have the faith, and this is the transition period. What would have to happen if San Francisco was to win this game? They'd have to run it all over them, and Rodgers would have to be scrambling for his life. They they have to get after Rodgers, and they have to move the ball on the ground and get Kittle involved because they have their best wins when when he has you know five plus catches for seventy five yards. It it is funny too because I feel like Kittle's gone away, then come back, then gone away, then come back. Yeah, so de- many times he like, definitely hasn't been as consistent this year. I definitely would say that. And the 49ers, I mean, they've been as good as their their running game has kind of allowed them to be, and I do think. They've been really dynamic when they've had Debo Samuel involved taking the handoffs because Eli Mitchell's obviously been really good. We know how dominant Juszczyk is in his very limited role, but he's like a he's like a tight end. He's like a running back. Like he kind of does a lot for them. But Lou, I 100% agree. It always comes down um, to the quarterback, especially in the playoffs. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have his hands full. He needs to play a flawless game for him to win this. Yeah. Flawless. Kev, anything you'd like to add with the 49ers at Green Bay? I know you're you're really eager to talk about this Bills and Chiefs matchup. Yeah, I mean, I got Green Bay by the spread. Aaron Rodgers, different animal this year. Green Bay's going all the way. <laughs> I actually have something funny to add with this. Kev, I told you this after you got home Sunday morning. And um, we were at the Celtics game, me and Danielle, on Saturday oh, yeah, night watching funny. watching the Bulls you're gonna die oh, laughing yeah. at this. So there was another there was another lady that came and sat next to us in like the middle of the second quarter and she was with her boyfriend who is from the UK and it was his first time ever seeing an NBA game. He's never seen an NBA game before, first time being in the garden, first time over to the States. And they thought 
that I was Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> they thought I looked like Aaron Rodgers. So like, they kept on pulling up pictures and they were asking Danielle. They were like, you don't see it. You don't see it. <laughs> we're just like, nah. But they brought in a couple of nips and, and Danielle ended up taking some shots with them. I, I don't know drink. why they would think that Aaron Rodgers would be at a Celtics game. Sitting balcony. Like in the, mid- <laughs> like in the middle of playoffs, he's just going to be at a Celtics. It's not even like they're playing the Pats. They're playing, yeah. they're playing <laughs> Yeah. They're playing Green yeah, Bay's like, rival town, <laughs> Chicago. Mad yeah. funny. So so I had to say that the the lady Danielle worked at MGH. So shout out to to her neurology job at MGH and her boyfriend. His his twenty fifth birthday. Um, uh-huh. going to the Celtics game. Nice. But Kev. I know you want to talk about this Bills at Chiefs game. We know that there's a game before this on mm-hmm. Sunday. We know that the winner of the Arizona Cardinals in the, the Rams game plays at the Bucks at 3 o'clock on Sunday. But we don't know who's in that game yet, so we do want to talk about the matchup that we know is a guarantee, and that's the Bills at the Chiefs. This spread is minus 2, Kev. Interested to hear your opinion assuming, on what you think of the spread and, uh, and the winner. Minus 2 who? Minus two, Kansas, Kansas City. City. That's what I figured. Okay. Yeah, I love that. I love the spread. Bills are going to win the game. Yeah. Bills will win this game. Lock my words. The Bills will win this game. And I've been saying it all season. Devin Singletary has been picking it up the last few weeks. And I said as soon as they could establish any type of run game, it was over. And that's what they're doing. And I think that's what works so well against the Pats the other night is because now the run game is actually somewhat of a threat. So when Josh Allen does those quarterback reads or those play like or those play action passes, you know what I mean? It's opening up the field because now those guys are are honing in on the running back because he's an actual threat now and not just a pretzel, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's freeing up the field. The pretzel. That's freeing up the field. <laughs> that's freeing up the middle of the field for Dawson Knox. That's freeing up the pocket in the field for Josh Allen to take off and run, you know what I mean? It's giving Diggs you know, better matchups over the top. Like it's just, it's helping their offense so much. And they just, that's why they're putting up so many points the last few weeks, because when you give, you know, a guy like Josh Allen or a guy like Diggs, you know, those type of reads and those type of matchups, like it's going to be hard to stop them. And, and that's what we've been waiting to see from the bills all season. And so I'm glad they're just getting hot too, and they didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kev, just we need we need some clarification though. Like pretzel Singletary is yeah. he a pretzel twist? Is he a pretzel? Is he a pretzel bite? Is he the ones you have with icing? The ones you have with sugar? The ones you have with mustard? Come on now, like he's a, a pretzel bite because like the pretzel <laughs> bites are like they make you sick, but you know at the end of the day they're always gonna work out for you. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know I mean, like if you eat too many, it's like oh why did I do this? You know what I mean? But then it's like. There's always that one. There's always that one time at the mall that you stop and get them, and you're like, "Wow, this is exactly what I needed." You know what I mean? <laughs> and then there's the other times where it's like, "Wow, this wasn't it." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't front. You get them every time you go to the mall. <laughs> I do too, so I can't complain. I mean, it's either that or T bells. So. <laughs> That's a fact, <laughs> right? And now I want to talk about this game that we do not know what the matchup is yet. This Rams um, or or Cardinals at the Bucks. I mean, if you want my honest opinion, I think the Bucks will probably handle either of these teams just because I don't know if there's a bigger a bigger or a more dominant player in the matchup than Tom Brady, honestly. I mean, Stafford's I, I'm not gonna say like we, we might like I don't know if we'll see his best because he's barely, you know, had the playoff experience. He has very limited. And the Cardinals haven't showed us too much in their playoff experiences either. 
and the Cardinals are probably what on the back end right now. They're not doing too good. They they've probably dropped what five out of their past seven. Yeah, yeah. And and the Rams, I mean, they've had superstars for a long time and haven't been able to put it together. We know the Bucks are banged up. Um, I would say that the Rams will probably give the Bucks a better matchup than the Cardinals. Would you guys be surprised if it was otherwise? It's tough. I I I just don't trust the secondary as much. Like I know they have Buda Baker and everything, but I'll take the Rams secondary versus the Bucks just because they're physical and I think they match up somewhat well. I think no matter what, Steve, you're right. I I think it's the Bucks playing playing at Lambeau. Yeah, that's absolutely. what's gonna happen. I don't know. Like I I honestly think the Rams can beat the Bucks. I don't think the Cardinals can beat the Bucks. I really don't. I don't think you know. Even even if they were healthy, I don't think they could just keep up with Tom Brady and all that. But I think the Rams can. Honestly, I'm not saying they're going to. But I think they will win tonight's game, and I think they're definitely the better matchup, especially you know now that they're healthy and you know they got arguably the offensive player of the year on the team. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they got a great defense, and Tampa Bay is banged up, so I feel like that would be a, a, a much better matchup. And I feel like you know it's it's a good matchup for the Rams as well with Tampa Bay being banged up and everything like that. So. I think it's going to be Rams at Tampa Bay. I do think the Rams will win that game if that is the matchup. Wow. Kev calling but, his shots. you know, we'll have to see. Damn. Listen, one thing that I feel like it's not getting talked about enough is, like, this is kind of like Stafford and Kyla's moments. Like, this is when they find out if they're the guy or not. And yeah. like, I feel like it's more for Stafford, too. He's yeah. Only, yeah. No, definitely. Plenty of chances. Like, well, but here's the thing, though. If, if Stafford doesn't step up to this moment, what do the Rams do? Because they don't have future first round picks to trade, yeah. they can't shed the salary. They're kind of in in it with Stafford. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless unless there's some sort of an overhaul, which I don't yeah. think that they would receive for Stafford. I mean, I think what they gave up is probably the most that that he would ever go for at yeah. this point. And yeah, stuff for sure. Like if you're Matt Stafford, right? You're like, damn, I'm gonna be Kyle Murray, and like that's gonna be like my mm-hmm. moment. And then like the mm-hmm. next week, it's like. Like, you're winning this game all to go play Tom Brady, and you're like, shit. <laughs> and, like, and, and just Dude. think of it this way, though. Like, if Jared Goff was the QB of the Rams, like, this is still a close game. Like, yeah. like you still might take the Rams. Yeah. Like, think about that. So, like, his, like the jump at quarterback, like, really hasn't big, been as big as they have expected it to be up to this point. I, I will but ask we'll this find question. Out. Would, would Cooper Cup have the career year he had with Jared Goff as his quarterback? I don't know. I don't think so. If OBJ's there, and I don't know, and Van Jefferson, yeah. and I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, I still feel like Goff could spread it around, but but I don't think he would hone in on one yeah. receiver yeah. as much as Stafford. Stafford is just a better thrower of the ball, too. Yeah, I mean, he, he but, goes yeah, deep a lot. That's that's the thing. And, and we, we all sorry, Luke. no, no. Um, but but Stafford also produced the the two most successful regular season receiving seasons ever. Because it was Calvin Johnson and then yeah. Cooper Cup. I know that is just regular season stuff, but I feel like that's something interesting to throw in. And it's even more impressive that he did it with two receivers that are like complete opposites. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. Calvin's like a big go-get-it type of guy. and Not that Cup's not, but like, you know what I mean? He's more of like the shifty, like quick, like wide receiver. It's just funny that he was able to do mm. that with like two totally different type of guys. And Absolutely. this is the first season he's really been healthy. Yeah. He's usually hurt every year, and Not now no. he's he's healthy, and that's the thing too. And plus, you got we always have to factor in the seventeen games. Yep. Like that's how crazy Calvin's record is. That like you need an extra game just to think about getting close to it. They had sixteen with a bye week, and he probably missed two weeks at least because of injury. Yeah, you know what I mean. So 
have to keep that in consideration. But we have our guest for our next show, Ringing the Doorbell. My brother Matt is coming on to do the Fantasy Awards. Uh, he's sitting in the hallway while we wrap up this episode. Guys, please make sure to go over to the YouTube our parlay of the week is going to be over there. Go and check that out. Make sure you guys leave the five-star review and stay tuned for all things coming since the sandbox. Peace out.